So hi, welcome to Noise Podcast here with Michael Sarah Palin. We're going to ask him some questions today. I'm going to start. So what inspired you guys to start the band, and what does the band name mean? Uh, I'm not sure if it means much. Um, when I was in high school, um, particularly like 11th and 12th grade, I didn't have a band. I mostly played solo, and I really wanted a band uh, eventually. Uh, and so I just kept writing down every single band name that came to mind. A lot of them were garbage. A lot of them <laughs> were garbage. Um, but Michael Serapan was on there, and when we started this band, it just felt like a keeper. All right. Yep. Um, yep. Um, we all agreed. Yeah, we, we started just before I graduated high school. Uh, so, John, you were just generally on the hunt for any musician that would, like start any project with you right yeah because i was um doing a lot of more like punk bands in high school like stuff that pretty much sounded exclusively like shitty no effects which is impressive to make that band sound like shittier but um (laughs) (laughs) yeah i just kind of hit them up because they knew how to do things besides just like power chords and and it worked out so yeah, out. that was February 2015. All right. 2015. Yeah, right. February 13th. Really? Yeah. Is that a Friday the 13th? Or just yeah. like a date? That was just February 13th. Okay. All right. Well, I, I respect know. that you know the exact date. Um, <laughs> people with ADHD be hyper fixating. And <laughs> so like when I was putting in the info on our Facebook page, I was like, what is the exact date we started? <laughs> Um, it's completely valid. Do you have right. to remember any of the other band names that you had written down? Uh, was it Audrey Hartburn? One of them? Uh, Audrey Hartburn, yes, and that is now. If I ever do drag, that will be my name. Um, okay, I like that. I think the other name we were maybe going to do was all one word in lowercase, stylized oh, yeah. as such. Yeah, I remember. Wait, um, all, all one, one word. <laughs> all <laughs> one word in, in lowercase. In lowercase. <laughs> yeah, and then we were just like. That's awful. I wouldn't see that band. <laughs> I would. I would. I'd be like, how awful are oh, they? God. What, I, what were some others? Uh, I can't remember. So the thing is, this list died with that phone. I can't turn that phone on anymore. It, it oh. like, bricked. Oh, and man. so I lost a lot of voice memos from around that time, too. Uh, one of these days, I am intent. I still have the phone. I'm intent upon getting the stuff off there, but mm-hmm. bigger fish to fry right now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I remember John specifically asked if I wanted to do a, quote, more interesting emo band like the following and then linked Antarctica Vespucci. And it's funny because we sound nothing like that. <laughs> uh, at well, all. Was I would also location who we don't sound anything like. Yeah, we made a Spotify playlist. You put Summer Vacation on there. I put Snowing. There, there, there. I don't think I was there. There, there, there. I don't think I was there for this part of the band. I'm not mistaken. Oh. (laughs) I came in later. Well, this was just, I think this was like before our first practice. I remember listening to that playlist on my way to the first practice. Oh, heck yeah. So I think that was still at the point where you and I, that I didn't like actually it, I know each other yet. Not to you. <laughs> We're learning a lot about ourselves. <laughs> I love these kinds of interviews when the bands are like, we actually don't know anything about each other. Yeah. <laughs> why know anything, right? It's exactly, not important. Why not? It's more fun that way. I'm too tired to know things. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm over I get it. that. Honestly, yeah. 
so congrats on the most recent release. I don't know how to explain it. How do you feel about the response to that EP so far? Of course, yeah. Uh, the response... Absolutely fucking... It's weird. We, like, sort of felt like we were fumbling from one stage to the next on recording it, and then all of a sudden it was out and people were able to hear it, even though we had been mm -hmm. working on it for a while. And yeah. so the fact that there was as continual a response that felt as continual as the process of making it, because that EP took a minute, because there was also, like, in between the first and second EP, a lineup change and then change back. Like, that that EP was a long time coming, and so it's, for me, felt very similar to how making it felt in that, like, I'm constantly engaging with it. Um, mm -hmm. Very thankful, very thankful for everyone who has supported us, boost, shouted us out along the way. Obviously, like, Chatterbot, we owe pretty much everything to. Um, <laughs> realistically speaking, pretty much everything. Um, Seriously. So, yeah, um, more than I could have fucking imagined. Yeah, I just mainly remember, because um, we put out, like, the first EP, it was just, like, we did it. I mean, we still do it just because we like it, but I never imagined that, like, people who weren't in Georgia would, like, give a shit about it. I thought it was just kind of going to be one of those things, like, oh, funny band name, and that was cool. But, yeah, it's kind of insane to see that it's had some uh, staying power after being, like, two years old at this point. And also us breaking up the year it came out True. yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe that played a role in it maybe somehow it made it better maybe yeah, I, like, oh, shit. Oh. but i don't see it's like we got the american oh my god you're actually doing it <laughs> you're doing it i was trying <laughs> screw all the light bulbs in. yeah exactly Oh, oh my god. Hey, thanks for getting that light bulb, buddy. Yeah, thank thanks you. Thanks for getting that light bulb. Yeah. <laughs> Improving the lighting. I appreciate it. The lighting looks so much better now. What'd you do? Yeah, yeah it does. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I think it actually does. Oh, John. <laughs> um, what were we even talking about? The EP um, or something. I don't know. EP2. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> just that the, the songs themselves feel feel like they've definitely taken a life beyond us writing them now hmm. and that is something none of us had really really felt on a scale further than tangible um before releasing ep2 yeah. so yeah uh it's just very exciting we've been getting to meet and talk to and hear from so many brilliant people so many people who care about art and care about the things we care about but by virtue of connecting with music that's that personal yeah. which i think is like a big thing about the community as a whole uh certainly what's kept me with the community for sure um it's just like the pure humanity of it so i I'm thankful for all the people. Yeah. Yeah. Wholesome. Very, wholesome. Very good, like, corporate response. <laughs> <laughs> no! Back to Sarah Palin, your new favorite industry plant. I'm, uh, ironically wearing there's, a there's... Affliction t-shirt today. <laughs> Michael Sarah Palin. It's all, it's all <laughs> irony. It's all show. Affliction. I think no. we did a good job answering that. Yeah. I think Definitely. We did a good job on that one. 
This, this is our first, like, full band interview. <laughs> well, our first like one that involves video. We did one over the phone, but that one was rough, because if I remember correctly, that person misgendered, like, three different people on that call. Yeah. It was, like, immediately after EP2, which is to say, I think this one's on the whole better. This one's awesome. Okay. <laughs> you know. But, uh, that interview with, uh, what's her name? Uh, Cole's girlfriend. But that wasn't a public thing. So that was a school project. It's it was practice. <laughs> that's fair. Yeah, that's why we're so good now. Yeah. That's why we're mm -hmm. great at this. <laughs> we're great tell. at this. We're comfortable in front of a camera, all of us. Uh -huh. I can tell. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, Thank you. You're doing so great. Much. You're doing well. <laughs> um, so, anyways, is there any meaning behind the EP name or the cover art? Um, EP name, uh, came from me, uh, I don't know how to explain it, was basically meant to be just, like, so all the songs are in first person, mm. uh, for the most part, except for the cover. And so, because of that, I knew it had to be a very, like, a title that felt like something one was experiencing within the self. Mm -hmm. uh, and I don't know how to explain it seemed to work because all of the songs like the lyrics were me sort of trying to make heads or tails of things I was like struggling to grapple with which is why like a lot of the lyrics are kind of contemplated a lot of the lyrics are listed as questions um, and sort of like trying to grasp with uncertainty um the album art is your sister. You just found a picture of your sister and sent it to us. Yeah, and um, how long after the EP did she find out? Yeah, I think I didn't tell her until it was like you... released a year later, and I had to be like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like a hundred thousand people have seen this, and this childhood photo you didn't even remember <laughs> existed. We patched it out though. Now she's okay. Cool. Yeah. Right. Wait, how did she react to that? Like. When you told her, like, oh, a hundred thousand people have seen this, by the way. Um, she immediately started asking for like royalty cuts. <laughs> As she should. As she should. Because we got this down. emo money, baby. <laughs> All the Spotify streams are really pulling in. No, actually, it wasn't me who told her. Um, Tori told her. <laughs> John's girlfriend. John's girlfriend broke the news. Oh, that's sick. That's yeah. so dope. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Wow. Okay, well, that's, that's good to know. Did you give her royalties, though? If we had money. <laughs> okay, that's fair. That's fair. No, the corporate answer is yes. You yes, lie straight you to did. the camera. Do it. Yes. Look yes. in the eye. Okay. She's paid an exposure. <laughs> exposure, no! <laughs> we put her Twitter oh. out in the corner. Very, very small. Very, very small. So, can you tell me about your writing process for the CP? Hmm. Hmm. So, like, all, all the songs were kind of written differently. Okay. Um, and it was a slow process. If I'm yeah. Mistaken. So the first song that came into existence was while we had a different drummer because you were in two oh bands God. at the time. I remember that. And you were having a hard time getting work to give you a second day off in the week. Mm -hmm. So we, we just needed 
to find someone who could practice at the time. Luckily, that person ended up leaving, and we were obviously stoked to have Bunsik back because you shred. The band caused me to leave my home because I had to, uh, I had to break my like parents' rules. What uh, about work? What rebel? So I was kicked out of my house. <laughs> Because the Whoa, band I didn't I left, know that. Wait, that's not good. Uh, you know, so I so I could keep up with one band, I left and anyways it didn't, still didn't work. Oh damn. Still didn't work. <laughs> but while we had the oh, other I'm drummer. Back. I'm back and I went back home and everything was alright. So. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say you were chilling with them by the time we came back. So but uh while we had that drummer He was a good bit older than I um, me and John, well, by a good bit, I mean, like, five years, maybe? Yeah, I think we were about, like, 20, he was, like, about 26-ish. Yeah. Um, but no one else who we tried out played the songs like him. Like, he, he's the only person, besides our friend Cole now, who I would trust to play those songs, like, on stage with us at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, but open... Open to finding some sick-ass covers and inviting some people on stage, so you know. But uh, we wrote Admiral, we wrote Southern Comfort, and towards the end of that, I I was in college, and one really, 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 like, this was an era where I was, like, actively, like, turning to, like, escapism Mm -hmm. um, to sort of emotionally cope. And just one night where I was, like, really sort of struggling with a lot, especially regarding, like, my own queerness and how it's represented within, like, spaces that exist under heteronormativity um, and how it's impacted, like, how I engage with that. Uh, I wrote Go Home, Play Music, Feel Better and brought it to the band uh, with you and Evan. Also one night me and John were hanging out in my mom's basement um, and I came up with the riff for If It Makes You Happy and started singing If It Makes You Happy. And instead of writing a song, we just kept it as a cover of Sheryl Crow's (laughs) If It Makes You Happy. Mm -hmm. Um, A cover. And then Evan thought he was gonna be moving to New York. Uh, and luckily, Bunsik was now a free agent and away from people who were wasting his time. Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. And once we got back together, we were struggling to find any more to like write to finish up an EP, and we ended up coming up with two songs. Um, yes. one of which was Portrait. Uh, the other of which we shelved um and we wanted it to be on a split release mostly because like i really like split releases mm-hmm. um but that just sort of didn't come to pass uh we'll probably put that song out yeah. i mean i'd definitely like to close that chapter for sure i think it's yeah. like a good recap I like oh, are you fixing the like, light again? Yeah. I like how you guys are making band decisions in the middle of the interview. Like, I, yeah. should we put that song out? Let's put I mean, that song out. I don't know. We've, we've been, ever since we got back together, since Lord knows we can't tour, um, we've, we've been writing. Um, yeah. 
because we do not want the bandness of this band to taper. Yeah. yeah. If that makes sense. Because of like the situation with the virus and stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Like I, I can only up. imagine like trying to keep a band together through this. Like, yeah. I'm honestly shocked. I haven't seen more bands break up and I'm thankful. I haven't seen more bands break up. Mm-hmm. I am thankful that on the whole, like, yeah, like there's there's a lot to feel bummed about, but the general consensus is that folks are pretty intent upon getting back to like the things we love and mm-hmm. that no one seems to be con- like reaching the conclusion that it's a lost cause. Mm-hmm. So I'll say that I'm thankful for that. Like so. I'm glad about that. That's pretty much one of the few things I'm thankful for this year. <laughs> <laughs> That about caps off that list. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> um, toward the top of it is that we aren't com- completely giving up. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> so, uh, emo 2020. Hell yeah. So, uh, emo. so you guys mentioned that since your return, you've been writing some uh, some new music. What can we expect from that? Uh, y'all will know as soon as we do. <laughs> there are plans in the work. We gotta be like little bit of the hushy hushies about it but okay. um yeah yeah we, we 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 are just as impatient as everybody else is for us to finally get some shit done. Okay. <laughs> so it's, it's gonna be happening we promise we're trying to kick our own asses in gear <laughs> <laughs> all right uh, and luckily we've got some good friends helping Mm-hmm. So, which member do you guys like the best like out of the three of us what the hell <laughs> <laughs> what what was that? <laughs> you can't do that, John. No. Uh, this is Twitter all over. Here. I like Quiet John. John? <laughs> I mean, John is the protagonist. John's so character. I love how that question just came out of nowhere. Like, we were wrapping up, we were about to go into the next question. We're like, so which one do you like the most? <laughs> Oh my god. Okay. Oh my god. Um, anyways. <laughs> um, where is your headspace uh, while creating the CP? You already explained uh, a couple of the songs, but if you want, you can go more in depth um, into just overall headspace. So I guess that'll be a roundtable one. For me, throughout EP2, EP1 was like formed cohe- more like at the same time than EP2. So I would say that one has, like, a stronger sense of one headspace for me. Mm-hmm. Like, Would you say it was a better headspace? Uh, I would say it was a different one. I would say... Happier? I, nah, I, I would say I still had a it. lot of growing up to do and learning myself to do at that time. Mm-hmm. So EP1 definitely felt like... More truthful? More honest. No, I, I mean both were honest, uh, but I I would say EP one for me felt more like a singular moment, whereas EP two sort of feels like a collage, um, mm-hmm. of like oh. various like transitional moments for me, like being like in college, having my first queer relationship end. Um, it was a series of moments for me, um, and John, Lord knows for you as well. Yeah. (laughs) Um, yeah, I don't know, the main thing that I kind of think about with 
EP1 and EP2 was just how we were teenagers writing EP1. And it just kind of felt like we were just having fun in a basement and just making riffs and seeing what would happen. Whereas, like, with EP2, we definitely kind of more, like, it felt like everything was a lot more, like, thoughtful rather than, mm-hmm. like, impulsive and being young. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely say EP2 shows us sort of coming into form. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I really liked the, the metaphor that you used. You said uh, EP1 was more of just, like, one collective memory. And then EP2 is more like a collage. I really, really like that. <laughs> Especially because, like, Portrait we is the one that we wrote last. And that plays first on the EP. Mm-hmm. The two that we wrote first are second and fourth with a random cover in the middle of an <laughs> interlude. And mm-hmm. then, like, the song I wrote most in the middle at the end. Like, wow. It, it's sort of like in terms of time and place, it doesn't say as much for me in terms of just like a general sense of growth. Yeah. But I also feel like the next things we write, we'll look back on this EP and think the same mm-hmm. thing about it. I mean, yeah. yeah. That's, I think that's just how memories work. We're going to think EP yeah. is fucking trash after the next stuff. <laughs> no! We're going to renounce everything. <laughs> I'm, I'm not sure about that one. I'm, I'm, Maybe the next stuff we we'll, write, we'll, yeah. We'll... <laughs> It'll be up for consideration. We're gonna have, have like a gritty reboot with like LP one. Oh, <laughs> expect leather jackets. Oh, oh yeah. I can't wait! All I right. can't wait! I can't Please wait! Please don't expect leather jackets. Look back. It's hair. too late. Please don't hold uh, me to no, leather jackets. No, 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 it's too late. Uh, it is far too. We late. have it on recording. The middle finger all the time. <laughs> well, I only own a leather jacket at this point. Only zip down I have. So. <laughs> All right, sweet. We're Perfect. There. We made it. There you go. Third of the way there. Nice. I was we're, just about to say third of the way there. DIY's favorite Britpop band. Um, <laughs> I'm so excited. How's the light doing? Britpop. John, uh, it's doing really good. Okay. Always it, checking on it. Always right, checking cool. on that light. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> checking on that light. <laughs> gotta go over here and check on this. Um, hey. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Bunsick. What does EP2 represent for you? <sighs> Dang. It's just, uh, it's not as easy to remember, to be honest, as, as uh, the first EP was. What do you say? It's hard to explain. Uh, honestly, I was definitely <laughs> so at a point so often that it became the name. If you could hear ah! anything I was saying. No, you got to say that all again. <laughs> oh, just yeah. I just struck gold. Ah! I need this. This is how pretty much every practice goes. <laughs> Including us sitting in chairs not touching instruments. I can see <laughs> why you guys... at each other aggressively. I can see why you guys no, are struggling to get new music out. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. It, it, when when John uh, in one practice started going, boom, 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 it, it worked. <laughs> <laughs> That's entirely how everyone writes music. Every, uh-huh. every, all the all the best artists like Bjork and Van Halen. But Danny the bounce, 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 bounce. Danny the bounce, 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 Vito. Exclusive <laughs> new Michael Sarah Palin song here. We just had oh to go. Really, we had to strike it while it's hot. God dang it! This is what happens. I feel when like we're in improv. Someone <laughs> asks me a question. I feel like we make a better improv troupe than we do an emo. Band. Oh my god. 
Oh, God. So, John, would you like to give us your answer now that Elliot isn't screaming over you? <laughs> what does EP2 represent for you? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So okay. I guess I'm going straight edge. <laughs> uh, not as memorable as EP1 for me, because honestly, it was at a time in my life that I don't want to remember. Yeah. <laughs> yeah That's valid. Um, EP1 to me was like a big old freaking CD of happy or whatever. <laughs> I look back on it and it was just a really nice point in my life somehow even with all the stuff going songwriting on songwriting itself I really, definitely fe felt less pressure I was growing yeah, yeah. I was extremely like I was just really growing b back then like uh, growing pain very fast yeah and I was <laughs> learning a lot about myself and um becoming confident for the first time basically oh yeah yeah so you think that just represented more of a transition than ep2 did yeah for me personally. fair valid yeah i guess that's, that's how the new stuff's going too yeah. i really feel like you know we're we're always just changing as people and shit and it's a it's, it's reflective in there i'm not it sure if, i'm not sure if any of our new songs sound the same though yeah uh, it's See, we'll we, figure it out. I think we know ourselves less. Now. You'll land on your feet. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny because, like, the time during which we were broken up as a band, I feel was a, a massive time of reflection for all three of us. Um, to a point where, like, when we came back, like, we just like we sat down and we just had a talk about like what all we had experienced throughout the breakup and after the breakup, just mm -hmm. so like we could have a better understanding of one another as people like mm -hmm. before embarking on art together just because like that shit like definitely shaped us yeah mm -hmm. we've really had some great moments in this band um as opposed to some of the other bands that i've been in where i wasn't even like able to open up like, yeah finally. yeah I'm, mm -hmm. I'm in a band that i can so yeah being in a band with your friends is the move yeah, yeah. And I know we've been definitely making more moves to that. Like, we definitely now just kind of hang out and just talk about, like, what's going on. Yeah, what before we, we broke about? up, we just stopped doing that. Yeah, so it, it, it's, it's nice to do that. We're, we're, yeah. we're all friends. Hell yeah. The three of us. Mm -hmm. Yep. Friends. 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 Mm -hmm. friends with I like a big them. heart. <laughs> you guys want to be friends. We can talk about that <laughs> we can consider yeah, it maybe much right should now. we talk about <laughs> just friends <laughs> <Yeah>. no! <laughs> we can just talk about friends for the rest of the interview um Good. so while Let's... going through this ep oh, what band or artist influences do you think you can hear the most uh for my end of things I really want to be Evan Weiss. I really just really want to be like the lyrical like savant that is Evan Weiss from Into It Over It. Like Into It Over It was huge for me. Um what else was I really into at the time? Two nights. Snowing. Snowing. Snowing the works of John Gom stay at like a watermark for me. Like 
snowing in particular came to me during like a particularly impressionable time in my life to where like that will always be part of like what I hear when I like try to conceptualize our music. Mm -hmm. Um, on EP one, I was like a bit front bottoms influenced too. Mm -hmm. Um, same here. I think we all were as far as EP two. Yeah. I would say those were the biggest influences like snowing two nights and like pet symmetry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Those are brands. How about you? I feel like I'm trying to remember like what I was kind of into at that point of um I think like I wasn't thinking a lot about like other bands. I was just thinking about like on bass, what can I do to have like the most fun with it? Which isn't because like I mean, I don't know, the bass parts are really simple on like EP two. I don't, I don't know what I was super d- doing for a lot of that period of my life. Yeah, we, yeah, we same were here, man, same here. We were unsober for a good bit of it. Uh, I mean, yeah, but like not in like a weird yeah. way or anything. Oh, I think no, it was but kind in, of more like in a, in a way space. that definitely, sh- I think, may have guided our musical choices. I guess I think like maybe not like so much like not being sober, but just kind of. We were like in Atlanta a lot and like hanging out with like a bunch of different people and That's true. That's true. I think just kind of being like around like a community and kind of those experiences. True. And also during that time that was a time of us all definitely deepening our relationship with local music. Yeah, yeah. Like that was a time of us all getting like way more involved than we had been in the past, which meant coming like encountering different corners of the scene. Like, I didn't know there were local post-punk bands, local synth-pop bands. Like, I didn't go to local hardcore shows before EP2 was being made. I didn't know that. I thought you were always, like, a... Uh, The first hardcore set I ever saw, I was still, like, very intently and purely a pop-punk and emo kid. Because it was Cruel Hand opening for Title Fight. Um, But I was there because the whole tour was... Title fight, balance and composure, um, cruel hand, slingshot Dakota. So it was mostly emo. That's why I was there. Ah. So like I, I just I be- I bought into a lot of like a lot of talk that was equating hardcore with masculinity. And if there's one thing that doesn't help with reclaiming a space, it's just giving it to people you think are mistreating it. So, you know, I started going to hardcore shows and didn't stop and told them they would respect my pronouns. And they have. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. So, yeah, I think a, a lot of that was just, like, us deepening our relationship with local music. Mm-hmm. By the way, that was pretty hardcore, what you just said. <laughs> nice shout one. Shout out Atlanta Hardcore. Real quick shout you out to Atlanta Hardcore. So, and they listen to me, all right. Shout out Memory Dang. Screen. Shout out Symbiote. What other hardcore band? Shout out Playtime, TNT. That's all I can think of right now. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure there's like there's Am like on. five dozen I'm forgetting. Yeah. And half of them formed during quarantine. Oh, wow. Yeah, no, quarantine. The thing is, like, I, I think people are just more doing, like, artistic Hail Marys. I know a lot more people who have 
who have just like side projects or just like a band camp link they'll just like throw whatever they just finished onto uh -huh. mm -hmm. and i think that's for the best uh yeah. i think people are just putting out music for the sake of doing it and mm -hmm. that definitely feels like a better motivation for making art at least for me yeah what were your musical influences during ep2 <laughs> um i'd say more so the code and cameras uh code and cameras drummer uh than the revs on the first ep uh i mean then Avenged Sevenfold's drummer, The Rev, on the You'd be CD. fucking with some metal drummers. Excuse <laughs> <Yeah>. me. <laughs> metal drummers shred. They do, yeah. They shred. I do do way too many fills, and I know it. I, I disagree. Yeah, it works. I like the fills. Needs you're, more fills. You're, a, you're just a bad motherfucker on the skins. Yeah, it's That's all it is. All fills, if I think about That's it. all it is. You're just a bad motherfucker on the skins. <laughs> 10 out of 10 more fills. <laughs> or only fills, only no fills. beats, yeah. no more beats. Just this is a song that's just fills. That's emo. No, that. that's Aphex. No, no singing. Nothing. Just, that, just drum fills. That is emo. That's Hella. Oh wait, that pretty much is Hella. Oh. People would eat that <laughs> shit right up too. They bet. Like, oh my god, well, Michael Sarah Palin's back. <laughs> with just drum fills yeah <laughs> yeah no music behind them. no guitars behind no no, no guitars, nothing no nothing. strings the strings are outdated exactly <laughs> will be the new east west blast test please can you still call it music i'll tell you yes <laughs> if we can call 100 gex music we can call your no drum fills spotify link music mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it's really just me now <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're replacing our respective guitars with drum kits. Yeah. Oh my god. So three. Oh my god. Is this Slipknot, but it's just the percussion? Yeah. <laughs> Iconic. Oh, it's right. Not if they went online too much. <laughs> it's like Slipknot for Redditors. That's it. Slipknot for Redditors. For Redditors. No. <laughs> Oh, oh, gosh. oh, goodness. oh no. <laughs> no, no. That was a good one. I like that one. I like that one a lot. Oh, fuck. Um, Actually, wait, so, no. I feel like that would have to be a band with more members. Maybe Teenage like, Halloween. How many drums wait, no. Callistow Boys. It's Callistow Boys. Callistow yeah. Boys are definitely the Slipknot for Redditors. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to hate that you said that. Okay. <laughs> like, with how hard I rep them, they know that I'm still likening them to Slipknot, which makes it a compliment for me. Exactly. It's still a compliment, because it's still Slipknot. It's yep. still Slipknot. Uh -huh. It's just for Redditors. Yeah. For Redditors! <laughs> <laughs> We all love Edward. I'm so sorry, Calistow boys. <laughs> Jackie, forgive me. Oh my god. So okay. Anyways, um, this one should go super, super fast. Off the top of your head, I want you to describe this EP in three words for new listeners. EP two, right? EP two. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to be really fast. Yeah. I'm just I don't know. Wait, wait, really? Oh, dang. Wait, we're really anxious now, so let's take a second. Wait, wait, no, I said my answer. Wait, you did? I don't know. Oh, yeah, I took it. I took it. That's pretty good. 
Um, okay, off the top of my head, I think flowers. I get like kind of like a flowery moment from like things. Flowers. Uh, uh, flowers. <laughs> now I'm thinking of jelly and uh, I. It's, uh, fuck. God damn it. Fuck. <laughs> All right, flowers, jelly, and fuck. Bunsik, what's your three? <laughs> All these responses. That's the three. They're real. They are real. They are so bad. Oh no. Oh, that's the three. We're sorry if like the audio is really unusable during this. No, it's great. I have a strict no editing policy. It really doesn't matter. I have a strict no audio policy. I have a strict rip your vocal cords out policy. <laughs> Finally, I can be freed of this. I'm really just trying to think. I'm still trying to think about it because I feel like. Oh I'm my god! <laughs> Hold on, no, I I feel like, uh, youth in transition. How about that? Ooh, that's pretty good. Like that one. That youth sounds nice. Transition. Yeah, coming out of the mm -hmm. transition of of youth. Yeah. <laughs> Transition of youth, no more. That was five words. <laughs> Just stick with yours, John. Fuck yeah. jelly and flower. I and like flowers. that. I think that perfectly encapsulates your team. Like the transition. Flower of jelly. Youth. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can that be the name of your next flower whatever? <laughs> make that the make that a song title. <laughs> oh, I guess. Ah, uh, but we've avoided having cuss word song titles so long. We'll just make it an acronym so people like don't know. Mm -hmm. Or we yeah. could just like change the word. Right, well, the words are prick. Perfect. Make it yeah. prick. Fun. Exactly. <laughs> oh. Flower jelly fun. Yeah. Fun flower jelly fuck. <laughs> fun. <laughs> fun. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. um, where do you guys see the project in the next five years? Whoa, whoa, whoa. What? Where do you guys see the project in the next five years? Oh, God. Um, <laughs> no idea. I mean, oh. five years ago is when the band started. So, like, yeah. Lord knows I didn't think I was going to have any level of people caring. I was expecting to just sort of, like, I mean, even the concept of touring was foreign to me. Mm -hmm. um mm -hmm. like it was something i knew bands did but it hadn't been something i considered a real thing i could do uh yeah. even though like a year after the band started i went on tour with a different band so i don't know um i mean definitely hoping that it just brings us to more places where we can meet new people and see new perspectives and like have enjoy more spaces that care about art and that nourish art and that we can give to to help that end i guess yeah it's definitely how i um because i try not to think about like you know if this ever does turn into like a full-on career like that'd be chill but that's never really been the forefront it's always just been kind of hanging out with each other and going to see yeah no just like all across like the u.s and see different people make memories and just do a bunch of cool shit before we're 30 years old and boring and don't do things anymore i disagree <laughs> i think being jaded is a choice ah uh, yeah that's true i know plenty of people in their 30s and 40s 
who still pull up to local shows, still get excited about local music, being jaded is a choice. I mm-hmm. I'm I refuse to be told any other way. I just jaded. No. And you're not jaded because right. you still actually look for new bands and get excited about the scene. Well, now that you I want to be that. jaded in five years. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be jaded. So is that the, the band plan? Just I want to be jaded in five yeah. years. <laughs> I want to just utterly despise the concept of making art. Uh, okay. No, um, I mean... In five years, I'd, I'd, I'd love it if this band was still going, if we sort of feel like in at some point within five years we've said all this project needs to, that's fine too. I just, I, I want to make art. I want to make art. I want to make art with people who I feel comfortable opening up alongside because I think that makes for better art. I think that makes for more human art. That makes for more vulnerable, vulnerable art. Mm-hmm. Um, alright, lyrics. What's up? <laughs> no, I I didn't hear you. What's oh yeah, up? can I can I write lyrics? It, it, let's all write lyrics. Right now, everyone. Right now, right, right, now. right now. Not right now. You did it again. Flower jelly, fuck. That's my lyrics. <laughs> We're not writing lyrics right now. Oh man. You don't have a pen. I'm calling your bluff. This is actually my password book. Don't look through this. <laughs> That's our that. lyrics. Don't look through it. Oh, we're okay. gonna have a song on the next release. It's just Bun Six passwords. Oh, okay. Will you, will exclusive, su- exclusive news. Will you supply so the emails to? Oh, what's up? Supply the oh, emails okay. with that too, so we can load oh, it. Oh, the lyrics are just it's going that. to be entire email chains. <laughs> okay. And the platform that. Oh God! Wait, who was it that made that one music video? So there was this one electronic artist uh, who emailed Steve Albini. Um, I promise this will relate back to this. Uh, <laughs> just saying, hey, I really like this one interview clip from like an interview you gave back in like the 90s. Can I sample that? And he responds by saying, you know, generally, I consider dance music distasteful. <laughs> and just like goes on this long rant distasteful. about oh only God. liking electronic music from when it meant something. Mm-hmm. Um, and then said, so yes, you can, uh, use the clip, but I'm not going to listen to the song. And the dude just animated a detailed showcase of Steve Albini's response email <laughs> as the music video. Okay. Including <laughs> asking Steve Albini if he what? could use their email chain as the music video. I've never heard of that. I no. need to find it. And yeah, then I'm going to share it on that. our Twitter because that's, that's it's incredible. <laughs> oh my God. So how did that relate to us? Yeah. I- uh, because <laughs> we're just going to sting entire email chains. Oh, uh, okay. okay. <laughs> okay. I hope we're doing well, though. I really do. Mm-hmm. I-, I think we're doing great. <laughs> yeah. As a band or like this interview? Oh, that's not about the Who's to say? I think we're just killing it. We're killing it all over I, the place. We're killing it all on the mic. We're yeah. doing great. You guys are yeah. great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> um, so, for the last couple questions, we're actually going to shift away from music, if that's okay with you. Clearly, we were never on that topic, so it doesn't yeah, matter. Yeah, <laughs> kind of hovered around it. But... It started out so, saying anything but music. <laughs> Alright, so uh, we're going to go straight to death row for a little bit. Boom! 
boom. It didn't even the boom didn't even go through, but I understand what you're saying. Um, <laughs> so if you're on death row, what would your last meal be with a drink? Boom. I was actually I was thinking of this like earlier. Everybody uh, said that today. This is the third time we've gotten that today. <laughs> Because I was talking with some people, the same thing, and I was saying that um, I want to be like my favorite meal is like usually green curry, but I wanted to have like a bunch of laxatives like with my meal because you know when you die like you poop and everything. So I feel like so if, you just really want to really screw up, screw over whoever has to clean up. Well, because I feel like I don't really do like shitty things, so like I feel like I probably got framed, and that I shouldn't be on death row. So if I'm gonna go out like that, I'm gonna make oh, sure there's. So a... you're considering the probable circumstances that led to you being on death row? Yeah, okay. yeah. Because like, you I feel were like I just I basically want to have a bunch of laxatives, so when I get that, I just poop everywhere. And since I'm gonna be fried, the poop will smell really bad, and it's gonna be my last criminal act that I do as I'm dying. Just a criminally bad shit. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You you might you die. Really used your answer for a poop joke. <laughs> you might die um, from how hard you're gonna shit. So I'm no joke. I'm 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 going to chicken parm sub. <laughs> I gotta be real. I love wow. a good chicken parm sub. It's a cozy it meal. It is, uh, especially if you get like a really like fluffy, like fluffy nice fat. buttered and garlicked up hoagie roll to put mm -hmm. that on. It can be nice. So I sure. think that. Uh, what am I feeling for my drink? Maybe some orange crush. That's orange crush? that's that's sweet. That's nice. That's a good way to go. Yeah, it's a good one. Okay. I th I think that's ending on a high note. Yeah, yeah. that's oh. interesting. What about you, Bunsik? Uh, I'd probably just fast and then drink one whiskey. Why would you fast? They're giving you one more meal. Yeah, This is your last chance to experience your sense of taste. Because no one does it. <laughs> so you just, you just want to be a contrarian? Well, I guess not even contrarian. I, I, a trendsetter? I wanna... is, is that? Ooh, a trendsetter. <laughs> I want to get out in history. Okay. <laughs> then, like, I feel like there are plenty of people who die from fasting. That is true. I don't know. But then drinking one whiskey? You should um, drink more than one theory. whiskey. I'll drink one whiskey and it will work because... One whiskey? It's one whiskey Wait, that's a saying? horrible meal! <laughs> Wait, like one glass or one right. bottle? I don't... Just one whiskey. Just one unit. <laughs> the answer to that question, Gloria, is yes. <laughs> how much, how much is need. a whiskey? Hey, if I've been fasting, that's all I need. One <laughs> Wait, how big how a, much how is one whiskey? container of whiskey? Describe the container. Just one. It's whiskey. Just one. Okay. <laughs> all right. <laughs> At learning. least you'll go out before the chair can get you. So. <laughs> well, wait, we don't know. It, it, this could be just like a little sliver, like a little... Of whiskey. A little. You don't know what one whiskey is? What? You don't know what one whiskey is? Just one whiskey. Is well, what public. if it's just like one of those like sample cups they give you like oh, when the, they're trying to like, try stuff cups out of the grocery store? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just that dry whiskey at groceries. That's oh my god. <laughs> okay, fine. At Costco. How about that? You can buy whiskey at Costco. But you can't try it. Oh can you actually buy whiskey at Costco? <laughs> Probably. They I have buy everything, everything at Costco. I go to a bar, order a whiskey. One whiskey. One whiskey, please. What? I, yeah, I don't know. You guys. I'm I don't like just... the audience right now. Can you buy with oh, They can't respond. <laughs> <laughs> they can't respond, John. John, whip out your phone. Yes. 
So that's our last meal. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Wonderful. That Great. went about as well as I expected. So this question should go just yeah, as perfectly. I'm so sorry. Oh. Um, so <laughs> your expectations are so no. lowered. <laughs> so if you could live in one fiction world for a week, where would you live? Ooh. Can I say Guitar Hero? Because I wish it was that easy to get a yes. gig <laughs> Um, No. I no. Uh, ooh, that's rough. Yeah, I'm trying to because like I mainly listen. Or, like I'm into a lot of like really fucked up like fantasy worlds. So don't do those. Like, yeah, yeah. Do a fun one. I'm trying to think like what would be like a wholesome place to like go to. Um. So I'm sorry, I missed the question. Uh, one fictional world you would choose to live in oh, okay. that you think would be sense. like dope to live in. I don't know. I don't interact with that many fictional worlds. I think that um, Ood from Adventure Time would be really nice. Ooh, yeah, yeah. Ood? Yeah, that'd be so really sick. Place, huh? Everybody has like, a good sense of humor, and there's a lot of fun stuff going on. This is really hard. <laughs> I think this is the hard one for me. Um, do, do you? We got, do, we got I, another do one you, coming like, up. Do a lot of fiction stuff? I don't do a lot of fiction stuff. I'd be like watching documentaries. Yeah. Hmm. I've always wanted to get 99 woodcutting. Hmm. <laughs> 99 woodcutting? What is that? In real life. Oh, get a 99 oh. woodcutting. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fiction world. So Skyrim. Well, if we can just present Skyrim. alternate realities with specific tweaks to this one. But I, I'm trying to think of like one that's already canonical to some... Mm -hmm. What about um that already has a canon established? What's like the Neil Breen movie where he shoots every corrupt like politician and person in the world? Oh, Which one? <laughs> wait, like, are you talking that, about like, the green screen ending? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Are you're you're talking, talking about, about the one that ending? um. You're talking oh my about God. I think so. Is it the one? Is it the one where he's trying to hack the down. government? That's a lot of them. <laughs> That's most of them. That's actually pretty much all of them. That's all. Wait, five but... of them. It's like the no, one, but not the one, not the one where he's God, right? Not the one where he's God, and not the one where he's an alien. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I'm pretty sure it's people fight because at the end, where he exposes everybody and all the yeah, the one where basically yeah, that's he, wrote, the, that's... he wrote an entire script to pretend that he's the dude that did WikiLeaks. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> faithful findings. Um, yeah, yeah, that's it. That's it. That's my favorite bad movie. Did it's I ever so tell you when it's I had so to do like a drama class? Oh. No! Uh, yeah, we had to do, like, a drama class, and we had to, like, reenact, like, one scene. You did not! Well, the thing is that, like, I didn't, like, take time to memorize anything, so I just told everybody, like, this is a movie called Fateful Findings, and no. I just pretended to, like, rip off the ending. Like, I just, like, looked at the class and went, all of these corrupt politicians are going down now! I have the files, and I am taking down Wall Street, certain elective government officials, and I am saving the planet! And I got a 100. It was awesome! You got 100? <laughs> yeah, she didn't check the script or anything. <laughs> oh my god. I mean, how... For her to check the script, she would have had to watch the whole movie. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. That's a commitment. God, you were insane in high school, for real. No, this was in college. <laughs> oh, oh, I thought that you <laughs> meant Ed Lasseter. Nah. And I was picturing, like, that the like Lasseter drama teacher Lassiter. just sitting there and going, like, yeah, 100. <laughs> Why not? But yeah, I want to live in the world after Neil Breen saves it and there's no more corruption. Okay. <laughs> you know what? In that case, if we're going to go bad movie worlds... 
Um, Malkovich. <laughs> Malkovich. Malkovich's world. I would That's want I to be in. in the world of Miami Connection, where there Ooh. are various roving, uh, like, black belt gangs <laughs> that want to come for the local band at the hot nightclub. <laughs> um, and are just constantly... Like battling with their sick kung fu moves. <laughs> um, it sounds like you're you're describing Scott Pilgrim versus the world. No. So <laughs> here's the that. difference. Um, okay. So Miami Connection to set it. the scene okay. is about a rock band who are all orphans that are black belts in Taekwondo. One of them finds out he's apparently not an orphan. It's a really emotional breakthrough in the movie. Okay. Um, We're all like halfway off the camera. <laughs> as it should be. Um, and there's three gangs trying to kill them. The rock band that uh, they replaced at the local hot nightclub. Um, mm -hmm. Because that apparently makes you famous. Getting booked at one club every week makes oh. you famous. Okay. Um, a local biker gang because the bassist is dating the leader's sister and okay. uh, a not quite local. Oh, by the way, it's called Miami Connection. The whole thing takes place in Orlando, um, except for a couple scenes where you see a gang of ninjas that are located in Miami uh, who are in on a street cartel with that biker gang. And that's the third group of people trying to kill uh, the rock band who are known as Dragon Sound. <laughs> it's a great movie. I recommend it. You can find it on YouTube. Watch Miami Connection. And you can live in that world. I wow. would love to live in that world where being in a rock band is like made better by having sick Taekwondo moves. I, I feel okay. Sorry. I know that your interview is like Really go over thirty minutes. I'm so sorry that we've been going. For so Listen, long. it's been a hot minute since we've been in one for almost an hour. So you're lucky we got nothing but free time wow. tonight. I said, be like, yo, we gotta push this along. Let's go. Um, <laughs> other John, you gotta answer this. I do. What fictional world? <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, legitimately. Legitimately. Uh huh. I would mm -hmm. say probably the Kingdom Hearts world. Ooh. That'd be badass. Yeah, that'd be good. That'd be baller. Oh, and like you have like a keyblade, and you can go to like pretty much wherever you want to. Mm -hmm. Also, you could just be chilling with Goofy. The usual yeah. spot. <laughs> I don't know. The only thing I have any interest in in a given world is how often I can play with dogs. Mm -hmm. Valid. <laughs> That's completely valid. Oh, wait, no. I want to live in Nintendogs. There we go. <laughs> oh, there, there you go. There it is. That's Falcon. way better than Miami Connection. <laughs> Fuck Miami Connection. Nintendogs. There. Nintendogs. Okay, locked in. Pac-Man. Yes. <laughs> okay. No. Okay, Corey, go to the next question before they keep changing their answers. We're moving right. on. We're moving on. Okay. I have the honor of asking the last question. Every single person we've spoken to has said it's the most important question. Okay. What is your favorite color? Uh, <sighs> really throwing the hardballs out here. Yeah. I feel like I'm at Frost Nixon right now. Because this answer will expose how you <laughs> wiretapped <laughs> a political campaign? <laughs> what do you do? You know what? Never mind. I think that my favorite color is 
we've been able to talk for like 30 minutes about like everything. <laughs> and you're stumped by a color question. Yeah. yeah. I haven't thought about it recently. It's more open-ended than like... I'm going to say at this point, black again. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You think black? So... Yeah, I went back to black. Can I write in this notebook? What? Why? Just yeah, so you can like write down Roy G. Biv and from, get like an idea of everything. From aqua blue um, to black again. I mean, indigo is kind of bullshit. You think indigo's bullshit? A little bit. I feel like it doesn't really hold its place in like the rainbow too much. Yeah. Isn't it like a purpley blue? Yeah, like it doesn't. Yeah, really it doesn't fit. Identity. Yeah. So, I mean, the indigo's out of there. Yeah. It's so special. Mm-hmm. Now we're down to Roy say G. That. B. Excuse me. Roy G. B. V. Yeah, Roy G. B. V. It's one of a so kind. So no more indigo. Red, orange, yellow, green, blue, purple. Keep in mind uh, that you could also do hues and tints. Yeah, those. but we're gonna be here for like twenty fucking hours. Yeah, this isn't like this. <laughs> we're not asking specific shade on this one. Just give us a fucking color. <laughs> we just need one color. You guys are gonna go to bed for a really long time. <laughs> <laughs> if I had known this is what I was signing up for when I added you guys two weeks ago on Twitter and asked if you wanted to come on the podcast, I would have never sent that tweet. I'm so sorry. No. <laughs> I'm kidding. This has been a blast. Um, yeah, okay. really good. I'm, I th- I'm gonna say amber's the color of my energy. Okay. Oh, that's a good one. Um, I'm gonna shit. What's another um fucking oh, no. color with the? I like orange. <laughs> I think orange is nice. Orange I feel is like very nice. A lot of representation of orange. You should. Yeah, that's up. fair. I feel like wearing orange sort of like went out of style after the early 2000s. Orange yeah. by Frank Ocean Man is my answer. <gasps> As it should be. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Even though blonde is very good. Okay, well, I, like I just like it because it's more explicitly gay. That's pretty much it. <laughs> <laughs> and we're sticking with black. He, he already said black. Yeah. We were waiting mm-hmm. on you. Oh, 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 I'm fucking yeah. sorry, guys. Yeah, I'm not bullshitting <laughs> like that. <laughs> God damn it, John. Holding everyone up. <laughs> um, How are you going to be the protagonist like this? <laughs> so, as Glory said, that's all the questions we have today. Is there anything you'd like to plug? Um, I would like to say that our friends uh, James and Alex are running a really cool label, or starting up a really cool label called Moon Physics uh, that I would definitely recommend keeping an eye on. Um, I will say we have a Discord now, and there's a lot of really cool people that I have gotten to meet and talk to through that Discord. Um, and it's been really fun getting to meet people, and I hope more people join. Um, I will say uh, thank you to uh, everyone who's listened to us and has taken interest in us. Thank you. Um... Who do y'all want to shout out? Um, there's this band called Bobbing who just put out like an EP a while ago. I don't know this band at all, but it's so good. And so you're I gonna feel... take the opportunity to uh, plug that? Yeah, I want to do this EP called "Thank You for Singing to Me" by Bobbing is fucking excellent. Sick. And also this band called Pet Chimmers. They put out an album earlier this year that is, yeah, there, there, there's a lot of good. 
Okay, yeah, I'm going to say bobbing and pet shimmers. I feel like I'm not seeing a lot of people talk about them, and I would like them to get, like, lit the fuck up. Mm-hmm. Heck yeah. Uh, shout out to Medium Build, uh, one of my old friends from church. Who, uh, Sick. He lives, yeah, he lives out in Alaska now, and he's making some great music. Huh. Yeah. And uh, hopefully, you know what? Never mind. I'm not going to say that, because that's just, that's impeding on on everything. So never Fair. mind. <laughs> and uh, the gap in you know space time uh, that 2020 has created. Yeah. I need to plug that. Mm-hmm. Also, my roommate has a YouTube channel called uh, Forgotten Features, and he's doing this one series where he listened to nothing but butt rock for like an entire week. I hope he gets why. Well, <laughs> to understand it as a cultural phenomena. Yeah, oh, you just leave that there. You just, you just, you just... okay. But well, that's are... the thing is that like that was my initial thing. I was like, Cole, what the fuck are you doing? But <laughs> he went into like where we were as like a society when Butt Rock was being created and what we could maybe take out of it. He has like a really kind of interesting thing about like Butt Rock definitely doesn't get a pass, but like. It kind of had, it kind of got like a classist view stuck on it. Like it was just seen by like the dumb music that like hillbillies and teenagers listen to. And I don't know, there's, you would think that you could get nothing out of this topic and it would be boring, but Forgotten Features and his week long documentary on Butt Rock, I, I would like to plug that. He, he did some okay. memory on that. All right, I um, ask wait, is all of it out yet? Not all of it's out. Okay, I was about to say, because. My- so, some of us did interviews for it. <laughs> uh, the last night in particular, uh, before the Rona, um, he invited over a bunch of people to their apartment to all just like drink Natty Light and listen to Butt Rock as the wow. Lord intended. You got a temporary Ooh. face tattoo that night. I got multiple temporary face tattoos well, I got that this. night. I got, oh I put on like a temporary like tribal tattoo like right here <laughs> and right here just to like really get into the spirit of butt rock. Of course. Um, but the bad part was I couldn't get it off my face the next morning. Um, oh. So I, and I was really hungover. So yeah. I had to go to the grocery store. Oh no! Head no, no. hung, no. avoiding all eye contact. No. With sunglasses on indoors. Mm-mm. Go and get goo gone for my face, <laughs> and also more shampoo because I was out. Yeah. Um, and there are a few moments quite so harrowing. Wasn't, like, your tire, like, didn't it, like, lose air or something throughout the night? Because, yeah, I remember, like, you were so pissed, and I was, like, driving around places, and you just had, like, this grimace with, like, tribal tattoos all over your face. (laughs) It was because (laughs) of the butt rock. It's all because of the butt rock. I don't know. I think the butt rock was the only saving grace of that evening. (laughs) The only saving grace. Oh! (laughs) All right, that's it. Cut it. Cut it. Even, I've even taught Glory to hate butt rock. Over the past couple months, I've shown her some no. pretty awful butt rock albums. Oh my god, the Corey Taylor album! Oh, it's, it's it's atrocious. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I tried to like it. I um, tried. John Sour. It's not working out. John Sour is rough. Yeah. Six a.m. is rough. <laughs> so was the new Corey solo <laughs> album. That one was. Mm-hmm. There's a new Corey solo album. Yeah, he dropped the only Corey, Corey motherfucking Corey Taylor. Yeah. It's awful. Uh, 
the, oh, I was thinking of like Stone Sour. Highway like 666 oh, no. or whatever. Yeah, Highway 666 yeah, is awful. Yeah, it's so bad. It's so bad. bad. The entire album <laughs> is just... Wait, wasn't that the name of a fucking uh, Iron Maiden thing? Wait, no, that was Flight 666. Yeah. yeah. Their world tour live album. Anyways. Ew. You want to make a song called Train 666 or like... <gasps> no. Please, 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 please. Let's do Pogo 666. Oh, oh man. Actually, hey, man. That's like as good as poo poo, man. That's pretty yeah. good. <laughs> <laughs> it's a work in progress. All right. Well, uh, that's where we're going to end things, guys. Thanks for sitting out with us. This has been yeah. Michael, Sarah Thanks Palin. Thanks for coming on the podcast with us, guys. Yeah, of course. Oh, anytime. Course. Thanks for having us on. Uh, this has been Michael, Sarah Palin, and we're the Good Noise Podcast. And we were Good Noise. Have a good night, everybody. Damn it, John. <laughs>